Blog Talk Radio. Leave It All Behind, which you can find on iTunes by searching Carrie Adelman. 
I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight as we have an interesting and fascinating guest who will be coming on the show shortly named Keith Fenimore, and he's currently conducting a social media experiment, and we will get into more of what that is about in a moment. Before I bring him on, I just want to let everyone know a little bit about the concept of my show. As a clinical psychologist and also a singer-songwriter, one of the things I've always been interested in doing is taking my psychology background as well as my entertainment and music background and combining the two to host a show where I bring interesting and unique people on the air so that I can assist with promoting and supporting what they do. One of the things that I've found in my journey, especially in the music industry and other areas of entertainment that I'm involved in, is that it's often very difficult to get your name out there. And so one of the concepts of my show, as I mentioned, is to really support others and let the world know who they are and help them get their names out there. So on my show, the audience is going to get a really good taste of what these people's lives are like, the experiences they've encountered, and also learn what it's like to be in the profession or what they're currently involved in and promoting. A few concepts that I just ask that people kindly keep in mind during my show is that even though I am a clinical psychologist, the show is not meant by any means to provide any type of formal treatment. At times, psychological terms may be brought up or general psychology concepts may be discussed, but it's going to be, again, in a very generic and broad way that we discuss them rather than personalizing it towards specific people. And secondly, I also ask that if you do want to discuss something interesting or entertaining and it involves people or organizations just to respect their identity and not um, name who they are or name the organizations because the show is not also meant to embarrass anyone, even though I do want people to be real on the show, feel free to discuss whatever they'd like. So at the end of the show, everyone, um, you will find out more information about how you can become a guest on the show. If you are currently tuning in, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com, and also feel free to join us in the chat room. I know we have several people in the chat room right now, which is awesome. And since I'll be focused primarily on the interview, I might not be able to respond freely in the chat room. So feel free to post some questions or you can call in during the show later on and uh, ask Keith some questions. So I'm sure everyone is intrigued to get to the interview and hear from Keith this evening. Just uh, as a side note, I stumbled across Keith's page a while back when I was on Facebook when it said, you know, it comes up with, oh, these might be people you know and it suggests you to befriend them. And so I clicked on his page and, and went directly to the info section and right away I was totally taken by what he was doing. And one of the reasons I think I was taken by what he's doing, which is to become the most recognizable man in America by using his unfamiliar face as though he is a guinea pig in an experiment, was that I have a background in social psychology and I've also done some research during some of my training and schooling. So that was a topic I've always been really involved in and really fascinated with. So I recently contacted Keith as I thought he would be a really interesting guest to bring on the show and help get the word out about this experiment that he's doing. A little bit more about Keith, uh, again, send more, is that he attended Old Dominion University and received a Bachelor of Science in Marketing. He is also the senior producer for Howard Stern TV as well as has created various TV reality shows for network and production companies such as A&E, TV Guide Channel, Fox Reality, VH1, and E! Entertainment. So despite his background, though, Keith is ultimately right now his very own production, and I've given a lot of information about the show. We've been promoting it for the past couple of weeks. Um, so 
what we want to do is we're going to bring him on the air so everyone can learn about what he's doing tonight. And Keith and more, you are now on the Carrie Edelman Show. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> can I curse? What's up? What's that? How are you doing? I said, can Good. I curse? How are you? Welcome. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, You're great intro. Thank you very much. Thank I, you. I was kind of thinking, are are you going to, like, uh, get into into my head and kind of break down for me why I embarked on this journey, given your background, um, trying to break me down? We will maybe discuss that a uh, maybe a little later in the show. I have some uh, some interesting questions, but again, more of, and we'll talk later on in the show because I'm really fascinated and I want you to kind of start from the beginning of, you know, how did you come up with this idea? Um, but maybe later in the show, there's some questions that I thought of that I think the public might be interested in knowing about, um, not just me per se. So, yeah, I have a couple later on. <laughs> so we have how long? We have four hours? No, unfortunately, we don't have four hours, but if you need to come back on, I'll be more than uh, willing to bring you back on. <laughs> Uh, I just want to know how abbreviated I need to be when I explain things. And, and I have to say, I, I um, heard that you have people in the, in the chat room, and um, I know one person yeah. uh, there very well. So, hi, Mom, and thank you for uh, oh, for awesome. us this evening. Is that Josephine? Yeah. That's yeah. her. Okay, awesome. That's, that's her awesome. online name. We'll go with that. Okay, <laughs> her online name. Very nice. Well, yeah. welcome for joining us, Josephine. I'll also say thank you to Nick Rapid Fire. He um, promotes a company called the Musicians Rock Network, and it's a really cool company that helps local musicians get their name out there. So welcome, Nick, because he used to join me when I was co-hosting another show. And we have another couple of guests, so again, feel free to join a um, make an account tonight so you can join us in the chat room, or you can call in at 805-243-1320. All right, Keith, so why don't we start from the beginning? How did you fathom and come up with this idea? And explain a little bit to the audience again what specifically it is you're doing. Okay. Um, I mean, in general, it's kind of, it's layered. So what I'm doing in, like, the uh, Twitter 100 and whatever character definition, it's can an unknown person uh, go from obscurity to the most recognized person in America for no good reason at all, Um, not selling anything, not attached to anything, not for anything negative, not for anything positive, not gaining uh, a fan base or looking for, uh, for, 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 for fame uh, in in any way uh, and simply wanting you to see my face or, you know, you know, see, see the face, recognize and move on. So it's, that's, that's the crux. Now, what, what I'll kind of explain up front and what people confuse off the bat is you're a fame monger and you're, you're, you're attempting to, to become famous for fame's sake. And, you know, part of this experiment for me was once it left my mind and I was interviewed by the Philadelphia Inquirer and it went out to 250,000 people, it was then open to wow. interpretation. And that was kind of what's interesting about about this experiment is, you know, I can't control what people think. Uh, All I can do is get out and and kind of give my story. So um, that's the caveat. Now I'll explain the story if you want. With that being said, I think this might be a good time to ask this one question I had, and it was funny because I came across it. I spent a lot of time, you know, over the past couple weeks, especially last night, I was going through more of the interviews that you've had, like with the Washington Post and, you know, numerous other magazines. And one question right. I thought of, and then I came across it actually in one of your interviews, which was kind of funny, was 
you know, to a lay person, they might say, well, someone who's recognized, well, isn't that famous if someone's recognizing you or vice versa? If you're famous, you're being recognized. How would you differentiate between the two and define it for a lay person who might confuse it to? Well, I mean, it's kind of semantics in a way. I, I guess mm-hmm. it could be conceived that way. But the, the way I look at it is when you're famous, you need fans, right? And you need fans in order to buy something, your music, to see you perform, right. to go to your movies, to go to your TV. You need to be revered and you need to be, you know, loved and admired. Um, and when you're being recognized, and what sets my experiment apart is I don't need to be loved, I don't need to be admired, I don't need to be revered, I'm not selling anything. And consequently, whether you think I'm the greatest guy in the world or not, doesn't matter. All you need to do is see my face and, and kind of register it and, and, and move on. So I think there's okay. something, there's an, expe- there's an expectation, there's almost a relationship between somebody and a fan versus being seen and, uh, you know, for kind of, for, for the sake of being seen. So I, that, that's kind of how I've, I've, I've broken it down. And, and you know, the, the obvious question is, well, you know, does it hurt my feelings if someone doesn't admire or revere me or, or right. admire me? And sure. the, the answer is, you know, my, my 17-month-old son uh, does enough admiring and, and my wife and my family that I, I, that's all I need. You know, I'm not, I'm not in it for, uh, for that. That, 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 and I explain this very clearly. Being recognized is the result of my experiment being successful, but it's not the motivation for it. Okay, okay. And I'll definitely ask some questions later bit. on. No, no, yeah. no, I agree with you. I think, yeah. yeah, no, I think it makes, to me, it makes a lot of sense. And later on, after we learn out, learn more about how you started this whole concept and how you thought of it, yeah, I would like to ask more questions about motivating factors, even though I know you're saying there are no motivating factors, I I have to wonder, and maybe the audience would wonder too, you know, if there is some type of underlying, I don't know, concept or something else that might, maybe you're not fully aware of, or maybe it stems from, you know, I don't want to say childhood, but something that, something else you might be gaining from doing this versus just, you know, hey, you recognize my face, let's move on. But we'll talk about that a little later. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, okay, so definitely start out, out with, you know, when did you come up with the idea? How long has it been, and and what kind of sparks your interest? All right. Well, I, I came up with the idea of uh, in July of 2010. Uh, and my background, okay. I know you talked about the production and kind of me selling mm-hmm. TV shows and, and and doing that. But my 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 studies were in marketing and public relations. And the first seven years of my career, I did marketing and PR. And you okay. know, so just kind of inherent to me was always what is newsworthy why is it newsworthy how are trends Mm -hmm. started what catches on what doesn't why and i've just always kind of been fascinated by you know back in the day pre-internet fascinated by the media and the press and now you know nowadays with twitter and facebook and social media i've 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 become just equally as fascinated with uh with social media so right i said to myself back in july very innocently you know is there a way to test uh, and see and see if I have the ability to make something newsworthy um, and, and, and kind of set a trend or, or create a buzz on my own? 
And and then, you know, of course, the obvious things come in your mind. Well, sure, you could do something super positive and help someone, mm-hmm. and that could be newsworthy. You could do something super negative, like, you know, uh, eject a uh, 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 escapable ramp on a JetBlue flight uh, after berating some passengers and get put in the press. Or I could even make right. a, a sex tape, uh, which – which isn't kind of the way I wanted to go. And, and so, so I said, is there some pure way to do this? And, and so that's where it started. And that really was like for a month or so, from like July to August, it was like, what could I do? What, is there a way to okay. test it? And it was just kicking, kicking it around with my wife, talking about it, talking with friends, and just saying, you know, thinking out loud what to do, what to do. Well, then I kind of thought oh. from my – I'm sorry, did you have a question? No, that's okay. No, so real quick, I was just going to say, so then, you know, your wife, your friends, your family are very supportive of this adventure that you're doing, this journey you're you're taking on. Yeah, I mean, I think my wife knew what she was getting into when she married me, and she knows that I'm, I mean, I kind of, like you, I think you're a renaissance woman in the sense that you have your, you're interested in a lot of things, and you have your hands in a, in a lot of different uh, uh, fields and professions, and, you know, I'm kind of the same way. I need to kind of keep moving and keep to keep myself stimulated and I uh I like to I, I I'm always I'm always I'm an idea guy and I'm always coming up with something and and um most of it's related to to my work so this was kind of nice right. that it was really just it, it was just my my passion as opposed to uh you know I'm not I'm not there's no money or there's no uh pot of gold at the right. end of the rainbow or anything um No that's great that's so anyway, great yeah there there were support Nice, nice. And, okay. you know, to so be honest, taking... to be in a, to, to be in a good relationship, I obviously wouldn't have done it without the support because, you know, before you right. kind of engage in this, you have to make sure that you have the people closest to you saying, you know what, roll the dice and, and see what happens because, you know, we all clearly don't know what's going to ha- you know, what's going to happen during the journey or at the end. That's kind of the fun of this mm-hmm. whole thing. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so you were tossing around the idea for about a month, trying to think of, you know, how you can kind of segue into actually, I guess, carrying this thing out. Right, and and then I think my producerial mind kicked in, and I've worked with talent in, in my profession, and I thought if I use somebody else to try to test this theory, then I'm kind of beholden to them and their schedules and, and it's their participation and, you know, mm-hmm. I basically decided it was going to be too much of a pain to try to go that route. So what, that's when it kind of hit me the first time where I said, why don't I guinea pig myself because I'm in control of myself. I don't have to prepare Absolutely. someone to speak. You know, it's just much easier. It'll just come from me and it'll be I'll, – I'll guinea pig myself. But, but then I said, for what and how and, you know, what's the mission? What's the I, – I wanted to come up with something that um, – you know, that that was somewhat engaging. My PR mind kicked in and said, you know, I always view my television shows as would I watch this. So my mind gauged that way, and I looked at this experiment and said, would I care? And I said, so what am I going right. to care about? And, it, again, that was more weeks that went by. And then I decided, you know what, it could be kind of cool. What if I tried to become uh, the most recognized kind of face in America? I don't know that it's been done. You know, it seems mm-hmm. obtainable. Possibly it would fit under my 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 rule of of using myself. Um, I have a face, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. It, it, right, it was cheap. Right. There was there was low overhead, maybe a couple right, uh, right. face masks <laughs> at the local uh, spa, you know, uh, just to keep That's myself looking fresh. Uh, 
uh, yeah, so I was like, look, you know, this is perfect. So, so that's that's the deal. And you know, from there it went to, you know, how do I do this? And and you know, I guess if you want to jump in here and, and get more specific with me, because I could just ramble. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, okay, so the idea now is, you know, going to be put into action. And what is the first step you do? Do you say, you know what, I'm going to start seeking out some press? And again, I I read a lot about you, but I want to also. Yeah you know, leave it open to the audience so that they can be learning as we're talking about what you're, you know, what you're taking on right now. So was yeah. the first thing to say, well, I'll contact a couple people? You know, you know what like happened, too, and I think I, I think I left out a big portion of this, is that okay. I, was a, I was a good subject for this because I'm a 39-year-old guy that didn't have a Facebook account. I didn't have a Twitter account. I didn't have a website. Right. I didn't have a YouTube page. I was a complete new media virgin. And, I, and 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 for that, I think this needed that kind of purity standpoint. I didn't have any sort of following. And I'm also, I mean, yes, I've been in the media as far as being in entertainment. Right. But I'm a behind-the-scenes behind guy. I'm very, I'm private. It's not about me ever. It's about whoever right. I'm working with. And so, you know, I, I I thought you know that kind of adds to the purity of of this project is is I'm a guy that 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 is starting at at at, at ground zero. Um, right, right. So so then yeah, the the thought was how do I how do I pursue it? What do I do? What are my moves? And what I decided was start local and try to get a piece of press just to legitimize myself because I feel like I had I needed like a piece of press from a from a legitimate source to kind of legitimize the whole thing get a piece of press that's local and I could pitch it as a as a hometown angle cuz I'm from New Hope Pennsylvania and uh okay. and the Philly area so I I okay. I I, I called people and I called I called feature writers at the Philadelphia Inquirer and the Daily News and uh, and and pitch myself the way I'd pitch a, a TV show or, or or you know pitch anything. Okay, and just out of curiosity, I mean I know from from my backgrounds and other people that are involved in different areas of entertainment, it's often hard to get these people on the phone or even to get someone you know what I mean to get back to you. Did you find it easy to get in contact with someone? Did they immediately take to your story? Um, how did that process work? I kind of feel like, I, I, let's, how can I put this without sounding cocky? Um, <laughs> it's almost my, it's almost like my forte. I feel like my forte is 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 kind of not only coming up with an idea, a creative idea, but finding a way to execute it and making it work. And there's, okay. and, and that's a funny thing that that's kind of um, across the board with my profession. There's a, I could sit in a room with 10 people, and we could come up with 75 great TV ideas. Great. Right. But it's, almost, it's meaningless unless you have the ability to get it into the next phase to execute it and, and, to, right. and to basically to sell it. So, you know, I, I realized that early on in my career, and while I kind of fancied myself an idea guy, I also fancied myself someone that kind of can find a way to, 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 get, it, to get it done. And so – you know, my approach with this story was uh, one: I had the local angle of myself, guinea um, mm-hmm. picking myself. Two: I said, you know, this experiment has never been done, and and all I really did was come up with like a clever uh, voicemail message that I left on a 
okay. a writer's a writer's um, machine. And and what I did was find the right person because you can have the perfect idea, but if it's not, it doesn't get to the right person, right. it's it, you know the pitch is useless. So I found a guy that I thought was a little edgy, was kind of quirky, who wrote interesting right. stories that that were people profiles that. He started the blog for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Um, you know, he was this cool, cool, interesting guy that is off the beaten path and I think would eat something like this up. And and it, it worked. And it wasn't even so – it's not like I, I didn't manipulate somebody or bamboozle somebody. I said, right. look, man, here's the deal. I could fail miserably. You could do one article on me and that will be the end of it. Or I could be the most recognized man in America. If you write the first story – Think about how cool that's going to be that every time I do an interview and everybody asks me this, all I'm doing is promoting you, Dan Rubin, and the Philadelphia Inquirer, which I just did. So, you know, I think he kind of was intrigued. That's No, that's, you know, and I don't think, and I think, Keith, that's so important, and I think it's with, you know, whether you're a musician or you're an actor, you're promoting yourself in some way. People don't realize how important, like, the public relation and marketing aspect of it is. They think, oh, you release a single, you release an album, and you go on the road tomorrow and you get signed. And my last radio show, just to, to digress for a minute, was, was about people calling in and asking questions in the music industry and me using my psychology background to answer, like, problematic relationships and, you know, advertising and marketing types of things. And people don't realize how important that stuff is, the the relationships you develop with people, the networking. And they think, you know, you just send your CD to a station and someone's going to listen to it. And it's like, no, they're getting hundreds and thousands of these. You need to, like you're saying, you need to take an angle and you need to find the right people and get it in the right hands or else it's kind of moot. So I, I yeah, agree with what you're exactly saying. Exactly right. I mean, because right. we can all sit there and go and look at somebody that, let's say we know that is an uncle that's unbelievably talented, that's written all mm-hmm. this poetry, but it's never gone anywhere. And it's just, it's because, you know, the, the, a lot of creative minds, for whatever reason, don't have the ability to, 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 to do the third step. It's like come up with it, do it, and then and then execute it. But but they're lacking the 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 sale end and the target end and the defining right. the audience end and in the end, they're left with, um, you know, unpublished works or unseen movies or whatever the case right. may be. And, you know, I'm not, and look, I'm not saying it's easy. I have probably, oh, right. if you, it's the hardest job in the world, I'm, you know, as far as I'm concerned. I, I get 99% of my life is no. Absolutely. Uh, you know? Absolutely. I, I can't, so you know, I so can't, anyway, I, I kind of had that background going into this, so I knew that, you know, mm-hmm. I had, I've been pitching other people all my life, so now I just had to kind of pitch myself, and it would it was actually came fairly easy, obviously, because I know the subject matter, you know. Wow, very cool, very cool. So just to kind of piggyback off of something you said earlier, and I, and I agree with you 100%, you've mostly, I mean, everything you've done, like you said, you're behind the scenes, you know, whether you're producing or you're writing, and you're not this kind of overt person that people would necessarily, you know, recognize maybe right away, but... Again, you do have a very impressive resume and background, and some people might say, well, you know, you're doing this experiment and you're saying, you know, you're this guinea pig, it's not about you, but in a way it is about you. And how would you yeah. respond to that? Why people saying that, you know, you do have this really great background and maybe that might be something that helps you out a little bit? Well, you know, I guess I can answer it a, a couple different ways. 
First off, okay. you know, there's no chairman of my board, and there's no one giving me rules and guidelines. And if my background right. happens to help me um, in, in devising what I feel is a clever idea and executing it, then congratulations to me. I mean, you know, and you can sure. have your views, and you and you can and you can feel that it might be unfair. But compared to what? I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> Not compared to the other four people that, like, are trying to become the most recognized and I'm unfairly, you know, I have an unfair advantage. It's like, you know, in a way you have to just look at me and go, you know, all right, he may not be the smartest or the handsomest guy in the world, but he's clever and he's doing something that's unique. So, good, hats off to him, good luck. And if you don't feel that way, that's kind of fine too. But, you know, to answer your question kind of in, in a politician sense, I'm not, Sure. here doing this to change someone's mind or to explain right. myself. You know, right. I don't need your vote. Right, exactly. Well, and the, I mean, you made a good point. You said this is not about being liked. As we said earlier, it's not about being famous. People can dislike you, but the, the main concept is that just that they pair the name and the face together, and that's, yeah. you know, the front of the experiment. So, no, I, I, mean, look, I agree with you 100%. It's not premeditated. It's not like 1994 happened. I graduated from college and said, you know, in about 18 years, I'm going to take all my background and my experience right. and my contacts, and I'm going to become the most recognized man in America. You know? Right, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not. No, it's, I, it's much I more innocent you. than that. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. And, I mean, I think a lot of people, you know, do try to get their names and faces out there for the wrong reasons or because, you know, they, they need that admiration, they need that attention, you know, something's missing in the life. I mean, you know, I want to get into it, but we could joke around about Robin. I mean, that's the show has been really good this week, and, you know, I really enjoy sure. it because there is a lot of psychology stuff going on, and, you know, I'm fascinated by her taking these crazy trips, and, you know, I don't think it's just about kind of self-actualization. I, I think there is something missing. And I think she is searching yeah. for something. And yeah. Sure. So, but like you and said, you're just more pure. Right. Right. Oh, absolutely. If well, that's I, what you seek to do. Mhm. And you know yeah. what? I, I don't even. I, I want to be so open and honest, and I, I'm not. I'm not guarded with anything. So I will say this, as you know. Okay. And and put and put it in this perspective, because this is kind of a good way of looking at things. If because of what I, I, I equate what I'm doing to this, if two people walk into a, a coffee shop and the waitress behind the coffee shop and they both order a piece of pie and the waitress recognizes one and not the other and the one she recognizes gets a bigger piece of cake or you know bigger piece of pie, right? Good for him, right? You know, he's a regular. She knows him. He got a bigger piece of pie. So at the end of the day, if if at you know if if people recognize me and it opens a door for me somewhere else in another uh, another uh, aspect of my life or career, then fine. But, you know, I also don't forget I'm running a risk because it could also hurt me uh, or close a door. And how – well, that's actually that's, – that's interesting. Uh, elaborate more on that and, and, you know, give some examples of how you think it could be contraindicated to, I don't know, leading to something good. Well, I mean – my 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 job is all very much about relationships and about mm-hmm. reputation, and I guess I sort of had a little bit of leeway with what people think of of, of me because I work for Stern or or, or you know I, I kind of have a little bit of, of a looser, less corporate uh, type profile. Right. But you know may, maybe if people interpret this the wrong way or if they look at me as some sort of egomaniac or some fame monger, and I'm in the job interview 
down the road 10, 15 years from now, whatever the case may be, and they look and see that I'm written about trying to become the most recognizable guy in, in the world, and they think that that's crazy, well, I may, I may lose out on something because they don't get it, and they, and they shoot from the hip and, sure. and make a, a first, uh, you know, a, a decision about me uh, without being informed, and, you know, I could lose out. I mean, it's possible. Right. No, that's an interesting. That's an interesting way to look at things. I didn't. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always looking at the good and things. But I mean, I also work in prison, so I'm a, I'm a little paranoid myself. But that's besides the point. But no, I can see. Well, yeah, I can see what you're saying. I'm like you too with the good things, because my answer to that solution or the, my solution to that problem would be, well, I don't want to work with that person anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Uh, yeah. Someone's well, gonna make a snap, yeah, I mean, snap judgment about me, but you know, it's still, it's, it's. It's there. Then also, I lose anonymity. I mean, I, I'm a guy that very much likes to just kind of cruise around and do my own thing and not have to, uh, you know, I don't think I'm not a celebrity. I don't think of myself as as anything special. And and you know, if this thing does take off, my face is everywhere. Well, that could be a, that could be interesting and and difficult to deal with. Well, that would well, that's interesting. I mean, would you describe yourself as not not necessarily an introvert, but you say that you do like to be on behind the scenes. You do like to kind of keep a low profile. I mean, have you thought about how that would impact you? I mean, and how it would actually is impacting you because you are doing very well. And we'll talk later on about you know where how far you've come and the accomplishments you've made. But currently, how does that impact you knowing that people? I mean, there was someone on my Facebook page I saw that commented on your page about. You know, I learned about you from, you know, from Carrie Edelman. You were like, wow. So, I mean, this is, you know, having that snowball effect that you wanted it to have. But how does it impact you personally knowing that you're not going to have that anonymity, maybe? Yeah, it's, well, you know, it, it, it's it's a little freaky. What I kind of figure is that, look, it's not going to be a staying power sort of uh, um, sure. situation with me. You know, I, I feel like it, it may be – it, it, I kind of feel like when it happens, it'll, it, it, it might blow up and it might get me everywhere, and then within time it'll dissipate. That's kind of my, you know, I'm not going to be coming out with like an actor, like a new movie every three years, right, and you're going to right. see me back. So, so I kind of feel that. But I mean, I got to say, when the first time I was on the subway and someone kind of recognized me, uh, <laughs> it, it, it was, it was a, it was a take. I was taken aback. You know, the first thing in New York when you're when you're tapped on your shoulder, you want to get in the karate stance and start, uh, you know, karate, uh, high kicking somebody. In the right, right. <laughs> uh, so, 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 yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of trippy. Um, so how did saying, you, I don't know how prepared you, I am for it. So how did you feel when that person tapped on the shoulder and they did recognize you? Were you, I mean, were you excited? Were you scared? Were you fascinated that it at started first, to work? Yeah, at first I was, I was kind of, you know, scared, uh, you know, like, who, who the hell is this, what's happening, but then it quickly, you know, I got, I saw the Brooklyn Star, and, uh, you know, it was a very brief thing, and the doors open, and what, you know, uh, what I think, you're, you know, what you're doing is cool, and it was like, it was kind of just like a really, it turned out to be a really nice thing, and, uh, and so, you know, in the end, I love it, I'm not walking down the street now, I think, in the infancy of this, of this project, and, and being recognized on a regular basis, that was actually the only time I had a perfect stranger kind of uh kind of come up to me uh since but uh yeah it's it, it it would take a little bit of getting used to i'd say okay okay and i mean like you're saying you're you're taking on such you know a massive audience that you're trying to create do you ever 
do you ever feel any pressure or you're not, you know, this is kind of just, look, it's something I'm doing. If it, like you said, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, well, at least I tried. Do you ever look at the challenges though? This is just a huge mountain I'm climbing and, you know, will I ever get to the top? How will I get to the top? No, I don't look at it that way. I've always been uh, a guy that celebrates the small achievements. um, Okay. And, you know, I know that the end – the end goal would be like super and that I get there and that I'd some, and, 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 you know, I have a way of measuring if I become the most successful person and we can talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, but like, I, yeah, I celebrate, I celebrate the, uh, the, the small things. So the only pressure I see with this is the pressure that I put on myself and I'm a pretty even keeled uh, fella and I have my priorities in order and I'm not, um, you know, it, there's an ebb and flow to this project like everything in life. And, um, and sometimes I'm doing a lot of interviews and I get 50 new Facebook people and I, and, and, and I'm blowing up on Twitter and then other days it's, it's stagnant. And I kind mm-hmm. of explained it to someone tonight. I met a friend and I said, this is, this is my experiment. You ready? It's a trick candle that you get on a birthday cake and you light right, it. Right. Right. Burning bright, and then someone blows it out, and you're like, "Oh, what happened?" And then all of a sudden, it comes back on, because because yeah. you know with social media and the power of this experiment is, I can get a phone call tomorrow from the woman that writes on social media and trends from the New York Times who wants to do a an interview with me, and that New York Times piece would would then take this thing into the stratosphere, and that that's another thing that intrigued me with this is it can turn on a dime. And, like, I always feel like I've done really well, but, you know, there's places it can go, obviously. Sure, sure. Very cool, very cool. So do you want to talk about a little bit your assessment of it right now to this date since you started it back in July 2010 and and how is it going and has it went down the right road so far that you were expecting? Yeah, I mean, you know, my expectations were, um, you know, take it step by step piece by piece, and and see where you go. I never said I want to be to 3,000 Facebook fans, uh, you know, Facebook friends by a certain date. I never viewed it that way. But, you know, if you just want to break down the accomplishments as they stand, you know, the Philadelphia Inquirer, the Virginia Pilot, the Intelligence of the Trentonian, the Washington Times, the New York Post, AOL, Asylum, Seattle Weekly, Bucks County Herald, these are just some of the nice. people that have done full features with photos. And that's part of the caveat when I, when I do these things. I say, look, you know, you got, I'm branding myself. Uh, I, need, I need a photo with the article. It's not just a column mention. And everyone, it's all been positive, first off. is amazing great. in its own right. And, and it's been to a Very lot cool. of major publications. And, you know, on a Facebook, I don't know if it's good, but from zero people to – close to 2,000 on Facebook and 2,500 on, on Twitter, uh, you know, not bad, not bad. Yeah, no, that's, I think that shows some, uh, some definite, definite success and accomplishment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm no Ronnie limo driver from the Stern show that has 70,000 <laughs> Twitter followers, but I'm nowhere near right. as handsome or engaging as him. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but, uh, I'm sure you are and more. <laughs> Thanks, but, uh, thank you. Yeah. So okay, that's great. I mean, that's that's great. So what next? I mean, you're you know you're, you're getting to a point where you are building a following. You know, you're getting some good press. Now what? Um. 
You know, I, 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 I keep going um, with the interacting, and that's one thing that, that, that's kind of big. I, and I think I want to touch on as far as what's next. What's next is continuing engaging with people through Facebook and, and through Twitter. And I'm finding that the mm-hmm. simplest things go a long way. And it's really just mm-hmm. me trying to use the social media in a way that's not abusive. I don't go on there to ramble. I don't go on there to waste people's time. I go on there when Absolutely. I have something to say or something, some accomplishment that's been made or something to talk about. And, and that's it. I, I try not to abuse that. But I got to say that the, the, uh, the people that have engaged me and the way that I'm, I'm, I'm building followers and getting people turned on to what's, what's been happening, that is kind of like little small accomplishments on a daily basis that, that I'm absolutely loving. So I just want to keep the momentum going and building Facebook and, and building Twitter. Um, yeah, that's great. On, on top of that, I'd like to continue um, getting the word out to the press. And what I like about this is, People don't have to do anything but see my face, and I've, I've made that clear. But if you dig what I'm doing and you think it is cool, there are things that people can do, and I've tried to incentivize it by you know, giving people T-shirts that say, I know Keith Fenimore. Um, if you, you know, contact your local press. Uh, call. I, I don't care if the paper is circulated to 2,500 pe- people or if it's a pamphlet that gets shoved in the, right. uh, in the coupon thing at your local market. If they want to talk to me, I'll talk to them and, uh, and you know, pitch me. So, so it's much more powerful when it comes from someone local. You know, for, for instance, let me backtrack and say, if I went right now to pitch somebody in St. Louis, Missouri, they'd say, what's the local angle? And I wouldn't necessarily have a local angle because I'm not from right. there. But if someone that lives there is interested in right. what I'm doing, now we have the local angle and you've kind of backdoored me to get written about, you know? Right. Well, I say, very interesting. I say, I say, yeah, call the paper on my behalf. Send them my website. Post it on the local radio. Post it on, um, you know, your local television uh, assignment desk editors. And, you know, so, so kind of the masses that are participating with, this, uh, with me on this can, can, uh, can help. And, and so growing that and getting people fired up to participate is another thing that I want to continue doing. And, you know, T-shirts are a powerful thing I'm learning. People are more interested in, I know Keith found more T-shirts, and I think they are the project itself sometimes. <laughs> uh, Very cool. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Any type of advertising, I mean, people, it's true. They don't understand the power of it or how just you walking around in that T-shirt or someone else walking around in it. It's going to catch your eye, and you're going to be like, at least I would. I mean, again, but I'm fascinated by this stuff. So I would be like, oh, who's that person right away? And I'd probably go home and look you up right away on Facebook or the Internet just because I would be curious right. to know who you are. Um, right. So, so, yeah, so more so of I my expectations, yeah, more of my expectations on the branding front, and the reason why I created the T-shirt was because, you know, like you said, the T-shirt can be worn by someone else somewhere else. Like I, I've sent T-shirts to – to Finland and to New Zealand and to Seattle and to California. I can't be in all these places, but if my shirt is and someone connects the dots, then 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 that could be a uh, uh, you know a pretty amazing amazing thing and 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 fairly powerful. So for me, I, you know, I've always said in all my interviews, I'm looking to in order for me to become the most recognized man in America, I feel that I have to be wrapped into the very fabric of what is popular culture and the way to do that is to make it less about the individual and more about the face of 
of, of the experiment, which means having other people engage and then have my T-shirts appear, um, you know, on Good Morning America. It doesn't necessarily have to be me as a guest, but it could be somebody wearing my shirt in the audience. You know, it, it, it had this is a ridiculous example, but maybe not have <laughs> Tina Fey on 30 rock, have the, one of the writers wearing I know Keith Fenimore t-shirt. Maybe it's not even mentioned, but you know, that's the, that's the kind of infiltration exactly. I'm looking for. And that's how I'll succeed. And, and you know, it's uh when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen is anyone's guess. Right. Right. Very cool. So, okay, so let's say the experiment continues to go as planned and, you know, you continue to be successful. When you ultimately accomplish the goal, then then what happens? I mean, do you just say, I did it, I'm done, I'm going back to my normal life? Or I guess if something, like you said earlier, evolves out of it, if it leads to other, you know, opportunities, then I'm sure you would take those opportunities. But, I mean, I guess how do you see yourself or perceive yourself once you reach that mountain and you're kind of like, it's it's done, I achieved it? Wow, I kind of feel like I'm, I, I'm like an athlete or something that that that's starting off, just graduated from college and is starting off in the pros. And you're asking what happens when I eventually win the Super Bowl, and I go, God, I haven't <laughs> thought about that. Um, the world, Carrie, I go, I go and try to conquer the world. No, um, <laughs> what, what? Do, well, first off, let me let me say uh, the way I feel like I'm going to gauge whether I've 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 done it, whether I've saturated myself across the nation is going to be to go to five different points in the United States, north, south, east, mm-hmm. west, and somewhere in the middle, not during tornado or flood uh, or, uh, or you know, uh, whatever other season that is a natural disaster there. And, um, <laughs> and, and, walk, and walk down the street, you know, and if I'm, if I'm recognized by a stranger, um, mm-hmm. you know, I've done it. So, so w- once I get to that point, that's going to kind of be my test, and I'll probably, you know, I'll bring a camera with me and document that, and that will be like my 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 accomplishment um, documented, I guess. But yeah, I don't really have um, a next or, or or what do I do? I think okay. I think that's probably okay. I. Yeah, I, I, I relish in the fact that I started as an unknown uh, 39-year-old uh, Italian, Polish kid or man uh, and, uh, <laughs> in Brooklyn, and, I've, and, and I did something without the help of a major corporation or hundreds sure. of thousands of dollars or for the wrong reasons or for the right reasons, and, and, and you know, I just... I kind of climbed the mountain, and you know, I guess you just kind of relish in the fact that you that you accomplished it, and and uh, pat yourself on the back and grab a beer. Right, right. No, I think it's great. I think everything that you're doing is just like I said. I think it's really fascinating. It's intriguing, and and like you said, you're doing it on your own. You don't have this huge budget. You don't have this company marketing you or branding you, and. And I think that's where a lot of people in entertainment, any type of entertainment, you know, the difficulties come into play because if you don't have that huge budget and stuff, you're, like you said, there's a lot more news than yeses. And I think I've learned so much throughout my experiences in the music industry that you really hit home and I can really empathize and appreciate what you said when, you know, you just you need to appreciate the small accomplishments. 
And I don't think people look at it that way because people look at you as, well, if you didn't get signed to the next big record label, your hit single's not on, you know, Sirius It's One or whatever it is, then you didn't accomplish anything. But no, I mean, it's like if you get, like you're doing, like you get a review on the Internet or something, that's an accomplishment whether 50 people read it or, you know, 10 million people read it. It's still an accomplishment. So I think it's really cool. Um, so what else do you want to you. wrap things up um, you know, we've got to wrap up shortly, but, you know, what else do you want to let the, the audience and the public know about what you're doing? And I definitely want to let you know right now, I definitely want to bring you back on. You know, maybe we could set cool. a time frame six months to do an update and, and let everyone know, yeah. you know, where you're at progress-wise. So I'd love to do that. Well, in six months when I'm successful, you can call my publicist and see if I'm available. Uh, oh, And then thanks. I'm going to charge, <laughs> charge from appearance uh, $30 a minute. No. <laughs> um, no, well, you know, I, I did want to say to the point of doing this alone, I do have to kind of, you know, my wife uh, built my uh, built my website and updates it and keeps it going. My mom right. and my mother-in-law send my my picture out uh, to the newspapers and, awesome. and try to help me. <laughs> no, but so it really is like so kind of literally mom and pop uh, type of a type of a situation. Sure. Um, and and you know I, that's that's great, but you know I want to I want to touch on something that you just said, which is about branding and corporations and companies. Mm-hmm. Here's a deal. Here's the deal for me, and I'm not nece- I'm not necessarily opposed to it. Uh, opposed to it, and that is if there is a brand out there that wants to help me on an exposure level um, by making me you know, represent something, whatever, as long as my face is attached to that, so that whatever that is, I'm down for that because that only would right. add, you know, commercials or national billboards or whatever it, it, whatever it takes for exposure. So I don't want to paint myself as like, you know, the indie rocker that's not going to accept the, uh, the deal from the label. Right. I mean, if, if Rembrandt gum wants me to chew some gum and they're going to put me on a billboard in New York, LA and Chicago, then I'm going to do that, you know. Right, right, uh, sure. So, and Very I don't, I don't cool. feel like, I, I don't feel like that's kind of, um, I, I don't feel like that's held out of the realm of what I'm doing. So long as what I do doesn't hurt anybody, and so long as what I do propels my experiment and gets me more exposure and saturation, then I'm down for it. Uh, cool. So, so, so yeah, there is that element. Uh, which which is interesting, um, you know. Very cool, very cool. Well, um, trying to think what else. Um, you know, if I'll let everyone out there know. If anyone uh, would like to follow Keith, uh, Keith Benmore, is it? It's Twitter dot com slash Keith Benmore. Uh, no, it's is I'm, that your Twitter? I'm Keith Benmore. Yeah, at I'm okay, Keith Benmore. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, so, so we have plug, right. I'm not. Plug I'm not filled with the plugs. Okay. <laughs> I said, go ahead and plug your stuff. Right, right. Uh, I'm Keith Fenimore is the Twitter. I have a public profile page on um, Facebook, which is I'm Keith Fenimore. Then I also have my personal page. Um, either one of those is is fine to jump on and kind of follow me. Uh, and then my website, of course, which is KeithFenimore.com. Uh, I also did. I kind of feel like the visuals of of this thing could be interesting, but I didn't want to necessarily um, put too much of a voice to what I'm doing. I, you know, um, okay. it, uh, but but I did do a couple videos that are on my YouTube page, 
So in other words, I'm not trying to be like overly, uh, you know, um, funny or witty or sarcastic, but I felt like this, this project needed another kind of medium to it that would kind of express who I was and what I do. And so we did these kind of little shorts that I just had fun with that, that are just kind of image spots and they're on my YouTube page. Very cool. Very cool. You want want my parents home address? I can give you that. (laughs) Uh, Maybe people will, who knows? Um, well, it's been it's been a pleasure having you on tonight. You did an awesome job. I'm fascinated by it. I'm going to continue to follow you and, and check in with you and see how things are going. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think. Anything anything else groundbreaking well, you want to uh, let people know no, about? No, I mean, you know, not necessarily. You know, I'm not – of course I have plenty of fun things going on in, in, in my world that relates to my business and, and, and what I do, but I'm, I'm, I'm not using any of my press or my opportunities uh, with – this project to discuss any of that because I, I don't want, like I said, people always feel like, well, he's backdooring some sort of thing that he wants people to, to right. know about. And I purposely, if you look at every interview, I'm keeping everything completely uh, clean and, and I'm, I'm separating the two. So, you know, I talked a lot. I don't really know. I guess I can continue talking, but, but uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up. And I want to thank yeah. you for, for giving me the platform and for being interested and for getting it. And, you know, I like to reciprocate. Sure. So if there's something I can do to, to help you on on your ventures as you uh, try Thank to conquer you. uh, your your stuff, uh, you know, we'll obviously yeah, keep well, in touch. I, um, and we'll, yeah, we'll talk more privately. But as I mentioned in, you know, one of our emails, I just everything you've done is very impressive and fascinating to me. And, you know, if I could be a part of something at some point, um, I, I feel that I'm, as you said, I am a Renaissance woman, <laughs> and I feel that you know oh. I do have a lot to offer with my my doctorate background and all of my different experiences. So, and I also I think I can never be a comedian, but I always have really funny ideas, and you know some of them come from working in prison, some of them come from just life experiences. But you know I do feel like I'd have a lot to bring to the table with a creative team. So yeah, that would be awesome someday. Prison's hilarious. Um, yeah, we'll we'll talk off the, off the record sometimes. <laughs> you can't imagine what my life is like. No one can imagine. Um, I know. It sounds yeah. like a book so, in the making. Oh, it's, it's yeah. It's, I mean, I am a director, and I manage a 200-plus bed unit of psychiatric inmates that are most of them are serving maximum sentences. And my day is just, you don't know what you're walking into. It's Every day is different. So it's really interesting, and and the staff are interesting too. So it's not just the clinical work I do, but uh, it makes yeah, the Stern show look mellow. With yeah, uh, yeah, I guess it's all relative. <laughs> it all depends on I guess what angle you're looking at it from. But yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So well, thank you so much, Keith. Everyone, Keith Fenimore again doing the social media experiment. Check him out on Facebook by searching I am Keith Fenimore or go to his private page, which is under his name. You can check him out on Twitter at I am Keith Fenimore and also his website, which has frequent updates, KeithFenimore.com. So thanks so much, and let's definitely bring you on in the future. We'll do it. Thanks for the platform. Uh, be good. Absolutely. Take care. Take care. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to the Carrie Edelman Show. It was an awesome interview. If you haven't checked it out, I will be posting the podcast shortly. So definitely continue to promote the show. People can listen to it after it's over if you didn't hear the live show. 
Just wanted to also let everyone know that next Wednesday, May 4th at 8 o'clock p.m., if you tune into my show, we are going to be featuring Joseph Muski, the creator of Stern Facebook Superfans and Stern Superfan website. Joe started listening to the Howard Stern Show in 1982 when he was first at WNBC. Since there was no place for the Howard Stern fans to connect and share their experiences with each other without all the, as Joseph would say, hate that was evident on other sites, Joe created Stern Facebook Super, super Fans ugh, excuse me, on January 17, 2010, with, uh, solely for people. Within less than two years, he has increased his fan base to over 8,000 fans by creating a positive vibe and presence for the Howard Stern fans. Joe recently took it to another level and developed the Stern Facebook Superfan website which is a blog site for all things Howard, continuing to spread the word about him. For more information, be sure to visit www.superfans.com. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Great having Keith Fenmore on the site. Please be sure to follow him and get his name out there. We're going to close the show tonight with my single, Leave It All Behind, which is the title track off of my album, Leave It All Behind, which is currently available on iTunes. And we will see you next week. Thanks again, everyone. Have a great night.